0: Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. What up, Big Sean?
1: What up, man? I'm feeling kind of older today and aging, and I just want to make sure that I know where I'm going to be. All right. My kids don't got my back, Matt. They don't got my back.
0: Well, listen up, old man. We got just the show for you. Today's show. We're going to give you, as an elderly person, Sean, Linda, we're going to give you some advice. Here's the deal. Choosing between nursing home care and assisted living for a loved one who requires residential care is a difficult decision and one that's faced by many families. Basically, all of us, as we continue to age, we're going to have to deal with caring for ourselves and our loved ones. So Typically, families have very little experience with either type of care and often feel ill prepared on how to make the correct decision. This episode here is to help families by comparing the strengths and weaknesses of each type of care be it nursing home care or assisted living so sean
1: and also matt we're going to cover on a serious note too like just the thought of keeping that senior person at home i know your mother-in-law lives with you and it's been like a i mean a beautiful thing i've been around it fortunate enough for at least 10 plus years so you know there's always that option too and we can even you know you can even give some personal experience on on how that is but you know that's an option as well you know
0: Absolutely. Well, in this episode, like I said, we're going to compare the strengths and weaknesses of each type of care, each option, including we'll examine the payment options since a decision cannot be made without taking finances into account. So, Sean, why don't you kick us off?
1: We wouldn't be two black guys of good credit if we didn't bring in the finance part of it, man. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, bro. Well, let's talk about nursing home care, okay? It's housing for an elderly or disabled person that provides nursing care, housekeeping and preparing meals as needed. So this is my grandmother who is 91 years old. She's actually in a nursing home. And this is what I would say, like you're getting the full thing. You're getting the deal hands-on all the time, always there for you to do everything from change your diapers to make your meals, to bathe you and whatever is necessary to keep you happy as an elderly
0: person. I mean, not to be Debbie Downer, but like I do think that, in this last year with COVID, me personally, I just remember hearing all those cases of like COVID outbreaks in some of these elderly uh, home care facilities. So I would just advise people to do their research, read up, and make sure that you know things are under control. Or, or all the all the research you can do, you know, read up on every on anything, any example we're giving. Do your research, but I'm just saying, like nursing yeah. home care had a rough year this past year,
1: and there's even some horrible story. Like I've had a friend whose mother had had bed. Um, bed marks or whatever from being not being in from not being moved around and, and, and muscles moved and just been lying in bed the whole day. So I mean there's little things beyond the money and the cost that you really have to look into if you want to look into the well being of an adult elderly person. And I know it's hard and I'm not, you know, knocking those that work at a senior home. I know that's a really tough job and I personally Absolutely. probably couldn't do it myself. But I
0: respect those people.
1: I respect those people, yeah. So you have to I'm um, really Kind of do your homework like Matt was saying. And in these difficult times of COVID, you may not even have access to the facility, but you still have to dig deep, do Zoom calls, get video, read reviews, and make sure it's the best option. And weigh cost versus reward, which is always a critical thing when when talking finance. It's not always the cheapest thing or not always the most expensive thing. It's kind of finding out your cost versus benefits. Yeah, so that's kind of what nursing home care is like, the whole package, the hand-holding, the taking you, you know, the day-to-day actively on you. Um, and so a lot of people don't understand the difference between that and assisted living. Matt, why don't you kind of tell us, the listeners, what assisted living is?
0: Definitely. So long-term in-home care are known as assisted living. Um, basically, home care options range from a few hours per week to 24-7 care. So someone can come in at a schedule where you, you have a, a a schedule of time where you know you're getting assisted living from you know for five hours a day or during the workday, or you could you know, pay for, for a 24-hour person, but most beneficiaries receive at least 44 hours of care or less per week, um, averaging about $3,813 in cost. So all day care in the home, it can be very costly. In most situations, this type of caregiving would come from a hospice. However, this can be an ideal solution for seniors looking to age in place within the comfort of their own home. So basic home caregivers such as Health aides and homemakers can stay as little or as long as you need them in order to provide companion care and assistance with activities of daily living such as hygiene, meal preparation, transportation, medication reminders, general housekeeping, and much more. So there's a lot of things to I think would be appealing to me if I was giving care to someone who needed it, like that they could stay at home and be in the house, and someone would be there. They'd be in the comforts of their home, but the cost. And also
1: there's also like community assisted home living communities where like it's like a condo setup where everybody has their own apartments and then there's facility people that work within the facility to provide these type of services so you still feel that level of independence but you have that support that you need and you also have neighborly people that are kind of you know within your age group and you know things and activities that you can do together so you know if you if you still have the mental capacity and the physical capacity you know, assisted living is, is, is not a bad option. It's not something where you should feel frowned upon or feel like you're getting old, you know. Uh, it's, to me, it's a way of like, it's a balance. And if, you know, even as me living by myself, like I have my aunt, my, my grandmother's sister, she's my great aunt, she's 90 years old and she still lives by herself. And she has these steep stairs that she goes up and down every day. And I uh, tell my cousin, her son, like, I'm so worried that if she slips on those stairs and hurts her hip, and she already had hip surgery, like what a way to go, like being can't get up, can't move. And it's just, anybody can slip down a flight of stairs regardless of your age, you know, and they're super steep stairs. So I think, and you know, much I try to consen- uh, convince my aunt to get assisted living, she's just not having it, you know, but I think it's a good option in my opinion.
0: Also, there's kind of a hybrid option with assisted living, like my mom is still at an age where she's moving very well and she's independent. But she lives in like a condo for seniors. It's not like she needs caregiving. But but if if something were to happen, there are you know you can call or there, there's people there to support. There's help. But she's pretty much just in her own condo in a community of other seniors. Exactly. But it's not yeah. So there's also if you're if you if you if you have an elderly person in your family who doesn't necessarily need nursing or need daily care, but that you could look into options like this where. You can have a really nice just community of people where you know you're just comfortable. But
1: yeah, um, and then the, the last one, which is what you know, a lot of people in my community do, Caribbean communities, is to have a living family member or close friend. You know, this is less costly, and it can be as low as like two hundred fifty dollars a week in some cases. Um, you can you may not get the professional services because it's a trade off. This person may be clean, clean up, but they may not be able to give the medical attention that you may a senior person may need. But they're there living in the house. They're there to provide the basic needs for them and, you know, give them even company, which to me is so important. Um, so I always like that as an option. And I know, Matt, you know, your situation could be similar to that where you've had your mother-in-law live with you for a number of years. And I think, you know, from the outside looking in, it's been a great it's worked out great for you guys.
0: Well, I mean, full, full transparency, my my mother-in-law is still young enough to where she's been assisting uh, me and my wife great. more, more yeah. than we more than we she's uh, been assisting us facts. more than
1: more than. <laughs> Matt, you lazy, I wanted to say all of you lazy bum. I see that lady pulling up laundry for you guys. I see that lady cleaning, cooking. Yeah, she's an amazing woman. Shout out to Miss Scarlett. Love you to death. She, educ- she helped raise my children. So, yes, you're absolutely You mean age with her, literally, in life, age is just a number. She may be at the age of senior, but she has a body and for workforce and mentality of people younger than myself. So, you're absolutely right. I, I guess we could make that comparison, but. She's in a world of her own, Miss Scarlett. Shout out to Miss Scarlett.
0: Well, I'm in definite definite agreement with that. Shouts to Miss Scarlett. But moving on, basically to the point of this whole show, overall, the main difference between nursing home care and assisted living is that nursing homes provide medical and personal care in a clinical setting, while assisted living primarily provides personal care in a home like or at home, literally, but in a home like social setting. So while there are some conditions and needs that cannot be met in assisted living, the services and intermittent medical care that are provided can make assisted living a viable option for more seniors than ever before. So since assisted living maximizes quality of life and provides a more independent lifestyle, it's often preferred over nursing home care when possible.
1: Yeah, let's do a little rundown comparison of these other two, Matt, okay?
0: So let's run back through this. Let's reiterate this. I'm going to throw you the title, Sean, and you can break down the differences between the two. How about types of care services between assisted living and nursing home care? Break that down for me, Sean. Types of care
1: services. Well, assisted living is assistance with the activities of daily living. Is this a test mask? It's like, you know, personal care, medication. They're not there on the timeline. They're not They're not hovering over you, but they're there Um could be regularly on a certain amount of days during the week if they are coming to your home and if you're living in a condo facility like your mother they may come in and check up on you every day and provide you with the things that you need to, to keep your day going
0: so that's assisted living now give me the types of care services at nursing home care sean
1: well this is more like you know almost like a college dorm facility where you're in a or like with my grandmother where she's in a she's in a, a general building she has her own room that she sleeps in every night but there's a general chin where everybody hangs there's a lounge area There's 24-hour care. They're checking in on them all the time. They have have physical or mental disabilities. They're there to assist with that. This is hands-on care.
0: All right. Well, now let's break down the difference between non-care-based services that they provide. So for assisted living, the non-care-based services are,
1: Sean? You know, extensive recreational activities, non-medical transportation, Matt, and meals, laundry, housekeeping, and over just general supervision. Okay, and what about and at wow. the nursing nursing home care? Well, what kind it's more of like I said. More if you need, if you have a lot of a lot of physical or mental disabilities. so it's limited recreational activities. You're getting your meals and your laundry done. You're getting housekeeping and supervision. All so right. Well, that's There's no breakdown.
0: Okay, let's break <laughs> down the dif- the differences between the living space. So, living space at an assisted living facility.
1: Um, it's private or it could be shared apartments and studios with private baths and kitchenettes. And there's extensive common living space and there's like outside ground areas. And the living space for a nursing home, describe that. You're really testing me here, Matt. It's more <laughs> a, a private or shared room, some common areas like kitchen areas, like I was mentioned earlier and limited or really no much, not many, not much outside areas. Like when my grandmother, they have a balcony that I usually bring her to when I go visit her.
0: All right. Well, let me take some of this, compare and contrast. So with the number of residents.
1: Oh, let me, no, 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 no. Let me switch it up with you now, bro. Like you can't control the whole narrative. Okay, Matt, your test is on. Let's talk about the number of residents. Compare us what's, what's going on with assisted living when it comes to number of residents.
0: Okay. With assisted living facilities, the number of residents ranges from as few as five people to as many as 300. The average is approximately 50 individuals.
1: Okay. Uh, And what about, what about nursing homes?
0: Um, The number of residents at a nursing home facility, uh, while smaller nursing homes do exist, the majority are large and accommodate, on average, 100 residents. So, um, you know, there's there's a variable there
1: between the two. Okay. And this one now, Matt, I'm going to kind of do a little spin to it I'm going to fill in the blank. Assisted living is appropriate for individuals that...
0: All right. I got you. Assisted living facilities are appropriate for individuals that... Hmm. I would say individuals that require some personal care, uh, that can walk or, or ambulatory, that they, they are receptive to assistance. Just side note, though, individuals with Alzheimer's or dementia also can do quite well in assisted living facilities. So yeah,
1: it's true. Yeah, I mean, you know, just because you have Alzheimer's and dementia doesn't mean you can't function in system. That's a very good point that people may automatically think that they they have to send them to a nursing home or nursing care. Okay. Good job, Matt. I like where you're going with this. So let's try it on the nursing care. Appropriate for individuals that?
0: Okay, I got you, Sean. Nursing
1: home care is
0: appropriate for individuals that A, require extensive personal care, and B, that are not mobile without assistance. So those would be the first two things that come to mind. To my mind. Um, these are people that would require daily medical care, have severe, severe cognitive impairments, um, and are resistant to assistance or have other behavioral problems. So. The nursing home—it's it, for more, you know, serious uh, people who who have more serious needs—is um, how I would exactly. frame that.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, now but, I know this is a big—we—we we, we haven't addressed the two black guys a good credit question, Matt. So I'm going to put it on to you. Um, let's talk about cost. What is the cost for assisted living, generally speaking? Right.
0: Yeah. Like, let's let's cut to it—the cost, because this is where a lot of the decisions are going to come to. So for for assisted living facilities our research has shown that approximately four thousand dollars a month is going to be required you know assisted living you know i'd say the range is probably more forty eight hundred to fifty two hundred a month for supervised care especially when you're dealing with people who might have alzheimer's or other special needs but i'd say you're looking between four and five thousand dollars as a range depending
1: on depending on the need right Right. that can be quite expensive so what about all full in nursing care
0: well, full in nursing care, it's, it's even a little more pricey. So you'd have probably about $7,500 a month or or to be more specific, our, our approximate number we researched was $7,441 a month. So basically, you know, you might want to, Sean, you mentioned earlier, an option of having a family member or, a, you know, that other, that alternative option. If, if your money is, is a little funny, if you don't have the finances, you might have to come up with an alternative solution or people you might want to start saving now if you are thinking that this is something you're going to need to do down the line but so yes yeah, what,
1: what about a sister and i agree with you matt like you know having a family member living in there and coming but i know like with my grandmother my aunt was going to take her sister in but it's a lot my grandmother's not as mobile anymore you know it's just attending to me can be a lot of work and and i don't i don't knock any family member that you know, would love to be able to take care of their loved ones, but just doesn't have the physical capacity or the mindset to do it. You know, we're not here to judge anybody because I know it's hard. My grandmother stayed a weekend at my house one time and it was really hard just trying to help her and assist her throughout a weekend. So I get it. Well, um one, the reality
0: is these numbers like just on their face, it's very daunting. So like, what are payment options? How can people really, you know, if you're like people's rent isn't this much, the way they're they're living their own lives. So like, let's talk about real reality payment options for for regular folks. Well, I can tell you this, Matt, for
1: assisted living predominantly, majority it would be out of pocket expenses. But, you know, if you're a VA, there's a pension fund. Medicaid can help with some of it in certain states. You got to check your local um, state to see if they do help. Um, and then there's like, you know, you can raise it through your investments. Hopefully, you've had some dividend payments. Hopefully, you've had some wise investment throughout the years, or you can set up some type of payment plan in order to um, to afford it. Um, but there's okay. not, a, you know, there's not a lot of huge options. And I would say to young people listening to this show, the earlier you plan, even for your elderly and your loved ones, the earlier you save, the earlier you invest and put things aside for them. Is the better off you'll be when that time comes, you know. So
0: so that's assisted living payment uh options. What about for nursing home care, Sean? What about for nursing home care? What what well, type that, of payment options well, do that's you think? What,
1: well, our research found that it's pr- that can be predominantly paid by Medicaid if you can't afford it. So, you know, President Biden ain't leaving the old out there. You know, he's always talking to us taking <laughs> care of this, you know. I I unfortunately can't live at the White House. Him, he has the best senior living in the world, probably at the White House, but he's looking out for you. So if you don't, if you want to go to a nursing home, Medicaid can cover for it, but beneficiaries must spend down, must spend down their own assets on care before coverage kicks in. And alternately working with a Medicaid planner can preserve assets. Um, so yeah, so it's something that, you know, that they're going to check your personal finances before they qualify you for Medicaid and getting a nursing home. But, you know, if you can't afford it, you know, help is on the way. But being aware of this too, that just because you qualify for Medicare doesn't mean you're going to have the Gulf Resort uh, nursing home facilities. So, you know, you may want to, you know, if you want to give them a better quality nursing home, you may have to still go into pocket. They may just provide the basics, you know, as far as nursing homes is concerned.
0: You know what, Sean, this this whole show, it's making me think about like I, I recently I was watching or listening to something. I'm not sure where I was listening, but they were talking about just generally how the the population. They're lacking savings and people are not ready for retirement and it just makes me think about how connected these things are it's like people are living in the moment and it's. We need to do a exactly. show, maybe. I know we talked about these things. We've talked about so many topics over the years, but it just the right now moment is making me think about just restating those things to get people prepared for their futures.
1: For living in the moment and preparing, because, you know, one thing when you get to our age, Matt, you realize how fast the time goes. My friend was just telling me from 32 to 48. It's just like, whoa, it's a blink of an eye. I still can't believe it, you know? So you have to really understand, like, preparing, and you don't think that time will come. It, it will come.
0: All right. So I think we've broken it down pretty pretty uh, in-depth, but but in case people are confused, because there's a lot of other terms that people use for both assisted living and for nursing home care. So Sean, what are some of the, in case to, to alleviate any confusion, what are some other terms that people might use for assisted living?
1: Well, yeah, when I'm driving around Brooklyn, I've seen all kinds of names and it's all marketing strategies, but there's really only two options other than living at home assisted living and nursing home. No matter what you see, the title, how much they pitch it, how beautiful the package looks with palm trees and beaches and whatever. Assisted living can also be called adult foster care, believe it or not, Uh, or it can be like senior living communities. All those um, terms are more considered assisted living. And for nursing home, you may have intermediate nursing facilities or skilled nursing facilities you know, they all kind of mean the same thing. And they all, they're only going to fit into two buckets, basically. Either it's going to be okay. assisted living or nursing home care. So despite what people may title it, it's one of the two.
0: Got it. Yes. Boom, 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 boom. Well, my question to you now, Sean, Linda, is after kind of breaking these two things down and, and just understanding the big issue here that we all face as you know, people on our life journey, you're going to have elderly people in your family, you're going to be elderly, hopefully, if you live, if as all of us listening, we all hope to live to a ripe old age. But how we handle our elderly or ourselves is a big deal. So what is your takeaway, Sean, when you think about assisted living, when you think about versus nursing home care? What is what's the takeaway that you would want our listeners to glean from this show?
1: Well, I think Matt Smith, I think you nailed it earlier when you mentioned like, you know, we're all going to eventually get old. And it's really like planning for retirement and planning for that senior living and knowing that um, you can, the earlier you plan, the earlier you start to save, and not just for yourself, for your loved ones, the better you'll be prepared when this time comes because I think it's inevitable it will come. So I think it's just goes back to planning, like you said, and not living in the moment.
0: No, I completely agree with that. Just as we were going through these. It definitely like was setting off alarm bells in my head. It was like, okay, are you prepared for the elders in uh-huh. your life right now, Matt? And are you preparing for your own self? So yeah, the, like I think all of us should do an inventory on our financial planning and really, you know, take this very seriously. You can't just live in the moment. So I, I co-sign and agree with your takeaway, Sean. Uh, so I think on that note, maybe we need to do a follow-up show. What you you, you want to? You want to revisit this on a on a part two, Sean?
1: Yeah, I think we're going to do this all. We're going to maybe do a part three, but this is. It. I think we're going to go into next show. We're going to do a financial tips. So stay tuned for that one for seniors. You know, um, we'll financial tips today. for seniors. Yeah, and then okay. I'm thinking maybe even a third show. You know, I have some friends that just recently retired. Maybe we bring them on and let's see how their retire transition to retirement has been.
0: All right, sounds like a plan. Well, on that note, seniors,
1: the- it's all about the seniors in the summer. But <laughs> well, great show, brother.
0: Yeah, I agree. And and like I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. And one thing for sure is the clock is ticking and we are all changing, getting older. So as we get older, we need to plan for our futures and for how we're going to handle those later years. I'm Matt Smith for Two Black Guys with Good Credit. And I'm out.
1: Um, You're absolutely right. You know, plan, people. Prepare for that day. And senior living can be a great life. Like I said, I've had friends recently retire, and they're, they're loving and enjoying it. So don't let this be the Debbie Downer show for you. Like, it's just a show to welcome and understand what your options are. But I'm Sean Linda Matt, the better half of two black guys with good credit. And like I say, your money is your money, and keep it in your damn pocket. And I'm out. Black guys.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring.